former grangekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> it's in the hole! Episode 31. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted, the only podcast endorsed by the hard of hearing. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. You, uh, you forgot to pay the computer lady again, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I did. Let's just say this. Boing! I think the check kind of went... Did it bounce? Yeah, a little bit. She's expensive, man. Episode 31. Was it a good... Was it... Did I manage to disguise it well? Obviously not, because I knew (laughs) what you were doing. Because I recognized your voice instead of the computer lady. Yeah, how are you doing? What's new? Oh, you know. Well, uh, Um, I'm super! (laughs) Thanks for asking. Brad, what are we doing today? Well, later, in just a couple minutes, we're going to speak to uh, Brian Deemer of Comic Geek Speak and the editor-in-chief of the new Comics Now magazine. That is, This is going to be exciting for us. The, the website for that, by the way, is IWantMyComicsNow.com. Okay. Let's we'll put that, that in the show yeah, notes for you, that. too. What'd you do this weekend? Oh, Brad, let's see. Um, well, you called me Friday night to go to a... To go hang out, go see a movie, but uh, I, I opted. Did. I I ended up seeing Balls of Fury. Okay, I very I, funny, very funny. Yeah, I ended up. Uh, I had kind of a rough week, so I went to bed around nine ish, ten ish, and I just passed out. Yeah, that's me. Life of the life of the party. <laughs> and then the next day, I woke up at like eleven. Well, I woke up at six because Flash woke me up. My dog, he always wakes me up at six to go out. But then we went out and then went back to sleep. That was nice. Nice weekend. I uh trying to think of what I did. Oh, I mowed the grass yesterday. Bragger. Yeah. Um mm, trying to think of what else. Did a little work. Okay. This is very boring. It is. Well, it's not going to be boring for much longer. And on the phone right now, the main part of our show is Brian Deemer, publisher of Comics Now and uh and podco- podcast host of a uh, of a uh, Comic Geek Speak. The Godfather well, of podcasting, so well, I like to call him. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. It's good to be here. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, um, I guess before we start, we wanted to give just a little bit of praise. It wasn't if it wasn't for your program, you know, you would not have inspired this program that Brad and I are are doing. But we really, we really love your show. Love your show. We love the uh, camaraderie that you guys have, and it's just such a neat format. We uh, we really enjoy it, and we want to thank you for producing such a top quality program. Well, thanks for listening. I mean, we've said it before. If it wasn't for the listeners, there wouldn't be much of a show. And uh, you guys have been have been longtime listeners, and you've really helped the community in so many ways with all your participation on the forum and uh, some of your behind-the-scenes hijinks with uh, sound files and other stuff. Uh, it's uh, you, you, the two of you have helped make uh, CGS the success that it is today. So we we owe you a thanks. Uh, well, we appreciate that, and uh, I will put that check in the mail tomorrow morning. 
Yeah, actually, uh, um, Brad is he's the he's the audio guy. He's the guy that makes everything happen. So we need to give credit where credit uh, is due. Brad. Stop it! Stop right. it! Well, let, well, let's talk about this uh, this new magazine you have, Comics Now. Uh, before we dive into that, though, you used to do a comic book called Z, which was through Keystone Publishing, which was your own publishing company. Is that right? Right. Yeah, that, that was a long time ago. Well, I mean, how did that help you with this publication? I mean, did are there things you learned from it, or is it a completely different animal? It's pretty much a different animal. Uh, I, I mean, the, the big difference is when, when I was working on Z, I was 20 years old, so I didn't really know much anything about anything. And and now that I have you know 13 more years under my belt, it just life lessons in general have taught me how to be a much better people person and and get things happening. So so I, I don't know. I mean I learned some things about Diamond and and the distribution process from Z. So that stuff uh, still holds true. But uh, mostly it's it's the rest of my life that has helped me deal with comics now. <laughs> And uh, l- looking on uh, Comic Book DB, there was only one issue of Z? No, there were three, actually. Okay. I was involved in two of them, and then one more came out after I uh, left the project. Okay. So, somebody's only taken the time to enter the uh, first issue. Yeah, I think that was me. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was really worthy of <laughs> no, being entered in. <laughs> no, if somebody can enter in, you know, uh, Spider-Man and the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, then they can enter in issues <laughs> two and three of Z. <laughs> Hey, I was told that there was a copy of Z3 in the 25-cent books that'll be uh, at, at episode 300. Oh, so, my gosh. Uh, you might want to around for one of those. Heck, yeah. <laughs> That's like the holy grail of <laughs> CGS 300 is to find that in the 25-cent bin. <laughs> We're looking so forward to this weekend, it's not even funny. It's going to be a blast. Well, well I, hope you, I hope you have fun. Oh, we will. Um, why why jump in what appears to be head first in this magazine game uh i'm gonna be honest with you i like wizard i've always liked wizard but i will say that i find myself wanting more than wizard gives me and you were kind enough to forward us three articles from the first issue of comics now and i read them and it it seems to be filling that gap that wizard doesn't give me yeah that's that's the goal um you know, whether people like Wizard or not, I personally am not really a big fan. I have a subscription, and I've had a subscription for years. And uh, lately, like the last two years, it just really hasn't satisfied me. It, it, I, I want more. After it, discovering the quality magazines from Tomorrow's Publishing, Back Issue Magazine especially. Thank you for turning it, me on to Back Issue Magazine, by the way. I love that magazine. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's our pleasure. The more people who buy that magazine, the better the comics industry will be, in my opinion. But, you know, that has in-depth articles that, that just really, you know, just meet. You know, because Wizard is a lot of, oh, this is going to be coming out, and, and here's a little, basically, promo piece for some book that, uh, you know, some, the next event book or something. And, you know, it's really, it's a beautiful magazine. Their designers go all out, and they have the latest and greatest images from from the big companies, and, and it's wonderful to look at. But when you really sink your teeth into it, like you said, you're left wanting more. Usually, you know, as we as we get a little older, maybe, and and get more serious about comics, we we really we never want to stop talking about comics, right? That's why we do these podcasts. That's why we listen to these podcasts because people are talking about comics, and we're curious. We want to know everything there is to know about comics, and so 
Wizard, I don't think, provides that. So we said, well, we could do that. We could provide that. And, and rather than sit around and just bitch about how Wizard doesn't have what we want, we said, let's do that. Let's try it. I mean, it's, the, the original plan was, you know, Peter and Merton and I were talking in the car in New, on the way to the New York Comic Con this year. And uh, someone had just posted on the forum that day about how they, they wished there was more meat in Wizard. And we and then we were talking about it, and we said, well, what if we tried it? What if we what if we did like uh, just a couple articles and released them online, or maybe you know printed out 50 issues from Kablam, and maybe 50 issues, uh, maybe 50 listeners will will pay three bucks and order a copy, you know, or something. And uh, that was going to be our plan. We were just going to hobble together a few articles and see what happened. And then we were talking at New York. I was telling this idea to Brent Irwin, the publisher of Ape Entertainment. And his eyes got all big, and he had this big, shit-eating grin on his face, and he says, <laughs> Ryan, do you know how long I have wanted to do a magazine? Really? It's been my dream for years and years to do a comics magazine. And I said, well, then why don't we do this comics magazine together? And he says, let's do it. He says, but I don't want to do a little pamphlet. I don't want to do a little online thing. I want to do a full-blown, full-color magazine. And I said, whoa, okay, that sounds like a whole lot of work, and a lot." he's like, that's all right, we're going to do it. So we got talked into doing it, and I got talked into being the editor-in-chief, and so uh, now it's how many months later, and we're getting ready to launch the first issue. So That, that is awesome. Uh, do I remember a while back um, that the magazine was not going to be associated with a publisher at first? Right, and it, and it actually isn't. Uh, the previews got some information wrong it's, yeah, it's not supposed to say oh, okay. Ape Entertainment. yeah i yeah, wondered so about act- that yeah we were yeah. um in in previews in fact brad's uh in, in the process of opening up our copy of the previews to, to talk about that oh i didn't bookmark it brad i'm, I'm sorry. sorry um so it's it ape kind of gives is helping with it but it's it's not really an ape product right i mean it's, it's a brent <laughs> that just sounded funny it's not an ape product Brent is is technically the publisher of the magazine, and uh, Dave Hedgecock, who is, um, I don't know, business manager or something for one of the senior guys for Ape, he's also like the business manager for this magazine. Um, So it's it's like taking some people from CGS and some people from Ape and forming a new, you know, company uh, that just handles comics now. That was our that was our next question. Uh, So it's not an Ape product. It's not a a uh, specifically a CGS product. It's a a Brian Deemer and Company project. Correct. Yeah, we. I don't think we've hammered out the actual final name yet. Cool. Uh, so <laughs> I can't tell you what that. No, that's be, cool. But. I just we, we weren't sure uh, who was associated with it in an in an official capacity. Well, right. But- yeah. So, and that's the, and that's the key is we don't want people to think that it's going to be one big advertisement for ape entertainment and for comic geek speak. It's, it's not, it's, it's a totally neutral thing. I mean, we're trying very hard to, uh, to just stay neutral and talk about comics and, and, you know, yeah, there's some mention of, of the black coat in the first issue, uh, as part of one of the articles, but it's not, it's not about ape entertainment and CGS is mentioned only very briefly in an article about podcasting in the, in the first, issue as well so it's it's not going to be a giant advertisement for us yeah i I promise i think once people 
read it and look through that first issue, they're going to realize, okay, these guys are serious, and this is not just a way to promote CGS. Now, what did you, let me ask you a question. What did you think of that Crisis article? Oh, my gosh. That was incredible, Brian. You know, I, I was telling Brad, when we were reading it, or when I was reading it, um, I started reading it. Uh, I usually read in bed. I started reading it, and I was I usually get tired and put my stuff off to the side. I was forcing myself to stay awake because the way uh, Adam Murdo's the author of it, the way he writes, it was so fascinating, and I just wanted to get to the end of it to see how it was going. It was so fluid and easy to read and easy to understand. That, yeah, Murdo did phenomenal job on that. He I love did. the byline that that's at the very end of his <laughs> article. Adam Murdo holds a master's degree. This is the first time you've ever used it. <laughs> it was awesome. But um, Frank has a, a an analogy he uses for certain things, um, and he we can apply it to this. Wizard Magazine is like Chinese food because it may be good while you're eating it, but then two hours later you, you're you still kind of hungry. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling that Comics Now is going to be the steak that <laughs> – that the protein that wizard wants to be you know and definitely well, the, definitely this crisis to crisis article was just amazing and i was i was tired after reading it i was like wow i gotta take a break <laughs> i am full this is awesome i loved it yeah, well, I, I don't i don't i don't think wizard wants to be anything other than wizard is and quite frankly um from their side, I don't think they need to be anything else because they're selling a hundred thousand copies. They're in every bookstore and every newsstand in America, and and you know we'll be lucky if we sell five thousand copies. So they're they're far more successful than we are. And even even a couple years from now, if the magazine grows, we still won't be anywhere near a hundred thousand copies. I mean, we're not going to you know try to fool ourselves into thinking that this is going to be a huge commercial success. Wizard will always be laughing at us because they'll always be making more money. And that's okay. You know, again, I, you know, I, I personally don't like it, but there's nothing. They're doing something right because they're selling a hell of a lot of copies. Yeah, so, they, have, they have a formula that, that is appreciated by a lot of people out there. Exactly. And they're a mainstay. They've been in the business now for about 15 years or whatever. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a success tale. I mean, look at the huge convention circuit and, and all the other magazines that they put out. And, and Gareth Seamus is not a poor man, you know, as a result of Wizards. So... Clearly, uh, my hats off to him and, and his uh, and his success. But he, we interviewed Garrett. One of the first interviews CGS ever did was I with remember Garrett that interview. And he said to us, "You know, baby steps. Uh, just one step at a time. You just do something and then let it. Let, don't force it. Let it. Let it grow on its own." And we've been following that model. CGS has, and we've grown and grown and grown without ever trying to force it. And we're hoping to do the same thing with comics now. We'll come out of the gate with a few thousand copies, and uh, hopefully word of mouth will spread, and, and comic shops will get it, and they'll turn on their, you know, their readers to it. And then slowly but surely, we'll, we'll sell more copies, and the magazine will evolve, and people will send in letters saying, hey, I, I love this, but I didn't like this. And then if enough people didn't like something, then we'll clearly take it under consideration and change and, and adapt it until let you know i have a vision for the magazine but if the readers want something else and it doesn't and it's not the exact opposite of what i want to do well then sure we will we'll give the reader what they want because without the reader there's there's no point in doing a magazine we got to sell some copies if we're going to be if we're going to continue well the, the these first uh, uh sample articles you sent us are great 
uh, um, you know, if this is representation of what's going to be in the magazine, you're going to have a quality product. And why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, some of the articles that we can expect to see in the magazine? Okay, well, the first issue has, like we mentioned, uh, an article called Crisis to Crisis. And uh, in that article, Adam compares and contrasts and connects the original crisis, uh, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earth, to Infinite Crisis, the 20 years of DC continuity in between, and then, you know, surmises as to, you know, what might happen next and where the DC universe is going and how, how it has changed radically in, in the last 20 years. And that's a 20-page article and of deep, meaningful... I mean, you guys read it, so you know. I mean, this is not, this is not fluff. No, no. it's not then, Chinese food at all. It is not. No. And then the other article we have is one called uh, The Hook, and that is how to... It, it looks at independent comics and the challenge that independent comics have in getting readers to buy the second issue. So what has to go into that first issue to hook the reader into coming back, since there are so many independent comics on the shelf and they have such a hard time getting a foothold. It, it looks at the Wasteland, Black Coat, and the Damned, and, and, how, and what those writers did and put, put in their books to, to get the reader hooked, hopefully. And then the third main article is, is all about the character Nova. Uh, Nova has seen a resurgence lately with the new series and um, uh, Annihilation and a new Annihilation series happening now. So uh, the writer on that, Mario Muscar, who's famous from Beauty and the Geek, mm-hmm. he, awesome. he, uh, he took a real deep look at that, uh, interviewed a lot of people who've been uh, involved in the creation of, you know, well, not the creation, I guess, because we didn't talk to Wolfman, but a lot of the people uh, who wrote Nova stories over the years and, and everything, and really got... I learned a hell of a lot about Nova that I didn't know. And, oh, uh, sure. Such, I did too, man. For such a B-list character, it's actually a very fascinating history, um, and, and it makes me very interested in reading Nova now, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I bought the first three issues of the new Nova series, and I liked it. I wasn't sure whether or not I liked it enough to continue, but after reading this article, I want to know more about him. Yeah, and and articles like like this, uh, Brian, is are fascinating to me. Just in depth looks into characters that um, that are B less that maybe you just know a little bit about, and they're on the fringe. You know, what? I would love to see an article on Luke Cage because he's uh, you turned me on to that essential, and I read that within two days, and I told Brian, uh, Brad. This is Frank came I, to me and shoved the essential in my hand and said, "You got to read this. You got to read this." That, that was so much fun. I would love to see an article on Luke Cage for for future well, reference. Hey, he's he's back in the Avengers now, and, yeah. and uh, I think there I think there's some mini series or something coming out featuring him. So and there's an animated a- series too. Yeah, they're working on an animated Luke Cage oh, series. Oh yes, sweet yeah. Christmas baby. <laughs> there you go. Where's my two hundred dollars? Um, well, let's talk about the the frequency of the publication. Now, it's going to come out quarterly. Uh, do you have plans to make it bi-monthly, monthly? Uh, that goes so, back to the baby steps thing, doesn't yeah. it? Well, that, that's exactly it. We're going to – we would certainly love to go uh, bi-monthly or even monthly at some point, but we're going to let the audience decide that. If, uh, if the magazine is successful and a year, a year and a half goes by of the quarterly schedule – and the, the numbers are good, 
and the writers are in a groove and the designers have no problem meeting the deadlines and all that kind of good stuff. And if the ad sales are where we need to be to, to support growth, well, then then we absolutely would love to go bi-monthly. And then after we're bi-monthly for a year or two years or whatever, if all the same things are in place and we think we can go monthly, then we'll gladly do it. But we're not going to rush it because we don't, we don't want to be late and we don't want to have a subpar product. So if, if we can only sustain a quality product four times a year, then that's all we're going to do because we don't want to force out six issues and have those other two be not so great or have all six not be so great because we rushed all of them. So we're just going to do what we feel we can do um, without trying to rush things. Great philosophy. I'm glad to hear you say those things. Um, Frank and I are both doing our part to help with the numbers in the first issue. I know – uh, thanks to CGS, we <laughs> have been turned on to DCB service, and uh, we're going to be getting our first orders uh, in the mail very soon from that. Um, awesome. We, uh, we, 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 ordered through we each ordered comics now through DCBS this last go-round. Uh, I, I myself ordered four copies. I, <laughs> I, I, I got a, uh, we both got a copy from our local store down here. I got a copy from a, a local store or ordered a copy mm-hmm. from a local store in a neighboring city. And uh, we're doing everything we can to help you guys out. Yeah, I'm getting uh, one through DCBS. I went through my local comic shop, too. And anyone else I can I can tell about. Um, well, let's talk about some of the challenges uh, that you've had just starting this up and getting to this point. I mean, wh- just what are some of the things that were just challenging? Well, I mean, as as you can imagine, when you're doing everything via email and some phone calls, uh, communicating things is, is more challenging. You know, if you're in the same room with somebody, especially when it comes to the design part, I didn't really have any problems with the articles. Uh, I told the, uh, I, I had discussions with the, with the writers about what they wanted to do and what I was thinking about as a goal for the magazine, and they went off and, and they ran with it and they turned in exactly what I hoped for. Uh, the design elements of those articles um, that's been the tricky part, you know, because you're 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 emailing back and forth a designer in another state, and uh, you're trying to explain, well, what if you move this over here, or what if oh. you make this bold, or what if you do this, or you know, what if you do that, and and doing those kind of things, those visual, very visual explanations through email is, is challenging. And then, of course, everybody is doing this in their spare time, so things that you hope would take one day take three days, and you know, but you can't. You can't blame anybody or be upset by anything because, hey, everybody's just doing this for free and doing it out of the love of the game and all that stuff. So, you know, it just takes however long it takes. And uh, and the first issue is really difficult because all some of the setup for the design, you'll be able to reuse that in future issues, but you have to create that from scratch for the first. So everything is taking much longer on the first issue than it hopefully will in subsequent issues. So all those kinds of things are the challenge. And then making sure, because those three articles aren't the only substance. There's a whole bunch of columns and other regular features that will be in each issue. So I have a lot of writers I'm working with and getting them to get their stuff in on time or you know, then rewriting things and editing things and, and doing all proofreading, all that stuff. It all takes time. It's all a bunch of people involved. And, you know, and not everyone get stuff exactly when when you hope it's going to come in and all those kinds of things so those are the challenges i think the same as any editor of either a comic or any other magazine they all newspapers we all they all 
know the same problems. Uh, it's just getting what you need when you need it, the way you need it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's just a, a human nature, because everybody has a different vision, but then it has to come down to one person. And I'm not, I'm not a very authoritative kind of person, so the fact that I'm in charge and it has to be, <laughs> there has to be one person in charge, and there has to, it has to adhere to some vision. So I have to, you know, kind of dig my heels in sometimes and say, nope, this is the way I want it, and I have to go with my gut on it and uh, hope that everyone else agrees. What's your official title, uh, editor or editor-in-chief? Right, today, Gimber? Editor-in-chief, actually, yeah. Editor-in-chief? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which found, sounds very fancy, but uh, <laughs> it's just me. Well, I, I know your your time is limited here. Do you have just a, f- uh, uh, do you have a few more minutes? Actually, yeah, I have about uh, about three or four minutes. Okay, we'll make this quick. We on our forum we ha- we ask people to to post questions that they may want to ask you. This, these are people from the forum, people you're familiar with, and uh, some of them are hard hitting. So we're going to ask you, ask them, and you can just you know yes or no. But sure. I'll, I'll go first, Brad. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first one's from Melville's Fist. He wants to know. His, that's Adam Umack, by the way. Adam Umack. Are okay. you, or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Not not since breakfast. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Okay. okay. All right, go, Brad. Um, uh, Harold Jennett says uh, that they have footage of a podcast session with Peter Rios looking up Wikipedia during the Stump the Rios segment of your show. He wants to know if you have any comment about that. I don't know where he got the video footage, but I, ha- I have never seen this footage. Okay. Oh. I, I want to see it produced before I have any more comments. Okay. I think I think this is this this may rock CGS. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. Next question. This is from Heroes Mask Russell Latham. Uh, kind of a serious question. Uh, were you surprised to see such a prominent ad in previews? He says I was surprised that it received a spotlight. Also, do you plan on putting on any original strips or mini comics in the magazine? He's talking about the big featured item banner uh, on the top of it. Well, I think that's uh, that's a great comment, and I think um, this kind of sums up the, the the story of of this first issue. Is when we started telling people what we were doing, uh, other than people saying, "Wow, you're crazy! You're actually doing print? That's crazy! Print's dying! You know, it's all on the web." And we're like, "No, no, no! We believe in print." And then the, the second thing everybody says is, "Awesome! We're we're dying for another magazine." Even the publishers themselves, Marvel and DC, and and all the indie guy, Image, and everyone has been so excited to hear that there's going to be another outlet for for news about comics. Not news, but you know, articles and all that stuff. Because I think everybody, I think the entire industry, is ripe for a new magazine. And so we've been getting nothing but support from all the players in the industry. And and Diamond was the same way. Diamond was very excited because, of course, they smell, they're, they're hoping, Diamond's all about they just want to sell more product. And if they right. see a product that they think they can sell, well, then they get excited about it. And there aren't too many new magazines that come along. So they saw a new magazine. We showed them the samples. They got very excited. They said, we, we think this is going to be a success, and we want to help you make a success. So they made it a feature item. Oh, and, of okay. course, that's great That's awesome. Us. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And that's just kind of a reflection of the entire industry. Um, so hopefully everyone is right, and hopefully we will be successful. And uh, and I think that pretty much sums it up. I'm looking at the time, and I think I have to go. That's okay. another interview. <laughs> okay. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Well, thank and you guys for, for helping to promote it, and uh, and I look forward to hearing your, your comments when you see the whole magazine. And I also look forward to seeing you in two weeks. 
Yeah, or a week. Yeah, one week, week, dude. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I this will this will air tomorrow. Cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll see you in uh, five days. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Okay. Take care, Brian. Bye, Brian. Bye, bye. So there you go, everyone. Um, Brian Deemer. Wow. That's kind of that's pretty exciting for us, Brad. You were you were a little nervous I before was, we uh, before we did this. I was sweating. Um, I don't know why, but I was. <laughs> and sorry we didn't get to everyone else's questions, but uh, but Brian was really on a tight schedule. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, JB and everyone else that we didn't we didn't get to. But um, it sounds like such an exciting. Um, it's it's just going to be exciting. I can't wait. I was going to mention to him that that I had ordered. Uh, the first issue of of an additional new magazine that had come out, um, Foundry Comic Foundry Comic Foundry, yeah. yeah. And um, I was going to say I didn't think he had any competition in yeah. that magazine. You you actually lent me that copy, and I thumbed through a couple articles, and it just doesn't interest me. I need to nah, get back. It um, it um, it's very wizard esque. Well, I was thinking it's it it almost wanted to be the Maxim or the FHM <gasps> oh. of, of comics and uh. That's just, a great. I just description. didn't think it worked. That I is didn't a think great it worked at all. So there was one article in that magazine that I thought was very funny about pickup lines, superheroes using pickup yeah. lines. That was kind of funny. But after you saying that whole Maxim F H yeah. A thing, that does fit right in. Yeah, and in, into it, that description, it just didn't feel. It didn't work for me. Okay. Didn't work well, for me. you want to call it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our show. Um, remember to visit us at our website, halfhourwasted.com. We have a Gmail at halfhourwasted at gmail.com. And we're also, visit our forum, the Comics Forum. Or the Comic the, Forums. The com- Comic Forums. Dot com. Dot com. And there's a link on our website to get straight to it. We appreciate you listening. Tell your friends. And have a great week. We'll see you next time on A Half Hour Wasted. Bye, guys. Bye.